Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Tonight, our topic is all about knowing when and knowing how to speak up and share your ideas, even if you feel it's scary or uncomfortable. So go ahead and grab yourself a a cup of tea or something good as we delve into tonight's episode of ILP, Sharing Your Ideas with Others. Well, hello, and a very big welcome to our listeners out there for our show today. And why not let's dive right into it. Our topic today is sharing your thoughts and ideas with others. And we'll start off with situations where you might need to share or would want to share your thoughts and ideas. And later on in the show, we'll get into how and why that might be difficult for some and what we can do to help ourselves through some of these challenges. But we're often in a place during a day or a week where we have an opportunity to make a positive impact on others through what we say or write, or maybe even through presenting something visual like a painting or some photos and so on, depending on what we want to to, um, communicate. But I think the whole idea of sharing our thoughts and insights and ideas is because we believe or hope that we can bring something valuable to a situation or to other people's lives. And if we can do this, we're often rewarded with a nice side effect of feeling joy for having inspired someone or lifted a situation and maybe even giving us a sense of purpose. It it feels good to have shared something and see a a positive reaction, right? Yeah, you know, it, it does feel good to do that. Um, But then again, I think, Marianne, there is also the belief that it's better to hold on to your bigger plans, right, and your your ideas before you let them out into the world. Yeah, true, Ryan. Uh, We've talked about this uh, before, and I think we'll we'll try and get back to that uh, later on in the show um, because that's that's a really good topic also. But um, first of all, uh, let's try and mention some situations where we get the opportunity to share our opinions and ideas and insights. So, for example, those situations could be um, you're in a meeting at work, sitting with colleagues and your boss. Um, you could be at a board meeting at your local community council, or maybe you're a student in a big class or part of a study group where, you, where your input is required. And it can also be us attending a parent meeting at our children's school, and then we're divided into subgroups to discuss certain topics, and our input is is valued and and appreciated. 
um, we could also find ourselves in a family setting where, for example, we haven't seen each other in a long time. So there's lots of news and and input to be shared there. And other situations where your thoughts and ideas might be appreciated is when, of course, you're hanging out with a friend or a group of friends, just shooting the breeze and talking about world events or personal experiences. So there's lots of different events during a day or a week that gives us that opportunity to share our thoughts and ideas. Um, And of course, I I have to also mention um, the social media platforms, Ryan, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and podcasts. (laughs) And, and, you know, they're all made for sharing. And the world has really become smaller by having all these platforms for for sharing inspiration and, and knowledge and ideas with others. You're right. And I think, you know, that uh, teenagers and children, uh, this has become their way of sharing mostly. I mean, especially for teenagers these days. You don't see a teenager without yeah. their, you know, Snapchat or TikTok or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but true. I, I wanted to I wanted to touch on some of the reasons why you might be afraid to share your ideas with others or why you might feel the need to hold back. So here's an example. If there's a work meeting or a gathering where ideas are kind of being tossed around and everybody is kind of in a social gathering, some people might find it harder than others to speak up and to share what they feel or if they have an exciting idea. They may find it hard to express their opinions on an idea or a situation at work, especially if it's a large gathering or a larger group of people. And I think this can be especially challenging for some when you're the only one who's opposed to an idea, right? Imagine, I know that feeling where you're sitting in a meeting and you're the only one who's like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound good. And um, I've had it happen to me, and I wouldn't say anything about it, but then later on after the meeting, people would come up to me and they'd be like, oh, I'm, you know, uh, you know, oh, I, I didn't like this or I didn't like that or maybe we should have said something. And sometimes I am the only one who would speak up or if you're the only one who speaks up, people might come to you later and say, you know, actually I felt the same way, but um, I was just feeling a bit shy to say anything. So I think I find that uh, it can be kind of a twofold situation where um, – you know, all of the people of all the people in the room, there might be a good handful of employees who also prefer another solution or might be in agreement with you, but because you feel that your idea will be perhaps ridiculed or poo-pooed, you know, you don't say anything. Um, and of course, there could be also a little social anxiety in there as well, making it more challenging to speak up in larger groups or gatherings. Um, but there's another example as well, Marianne, that I wanted to mention, and that's, um, you know, why we might hesitate uh, in sharing our ideas. It's when you're with friends or in a friendship circle and, um, you know, the the dynamics of that friendship circle might make you feel in a way that you must either, you know, not share your ideas because you're kind of hogging the spotlight or, you know, you're being a know-it-all or on the contrary, you, you feel concerned that your idea won't be accepted or appreciated in the group. So those are, those are just a few examples of why we might not share. Mm. Yeah, I, and, and Ryan, you, you mentioned the work situation, and I was just thinking of, of uh, you know, I always try to say, what, what's the ideal situation? And then 
what what's the reality and and you know sometimes if i looked at this situation in the work uh, meeting situation that maybe the ideal be that the boss was uh, receptive and everybody was welcoming and there, there was kind of the atmosphere that nothing that was thrown on the table would be considered too far out or too crazy and i mean if we kind of knew this then that nothing we could say in a group setting would make someone think less of us many of of us would uh, probably feel way more comfortable sharing our thoughts and ideas and it's not that everyone has to agree on everything but at least if the pressure of being ridiculed or rejected wasn't there creativity would would probably flourish in a different way but it's just a thought and it's just i know it, you know it's not like that but i'm just always trying to put it what's the ideal and then what can we learn from that how can we work towards that maybe Um, okay, so finally, uh, I've got one more uh, example, but I know there are a lot of others, but just for sake of time, I'm just going to share another reason why you might not want to share your ideas or opinions um, or exciting news, and that's because maybe it isn't uh, something that you're wanting to share with others just yet. Um, maybe you have an idea or a plan and you're still nurturing it, right? You're still tending to it or you're still polishing it, and you don't want to let anyone know about it just yet. And this could be for, you know, for several reasons. Like it could be because of perhaps feeling insecure about your idea or feeling that you want to have it all planned out and ready to go before you launch it. And maybe you don't want to get distracted by other people and their opinions of it just yet, right? So you don't want to have that kind of that mind chatter going through your, your head from other people's voices just yet. Or, you know, you just don't want to give your idea away for fear of it being maybe taken by someone else before you get the chance to do it. So those are just a few examples of why we might not want to share our, our ideas just yet. Um, and so you can see that someone might have a lot of, you know, Marianne, it's like a lot of internal dialogue happening there. And on the outside, as an observer, it may appear that this person's like, oh, they're just, you know, oh, she's just not interested, or he's just being really arrogant, Right. But in reality, there could be a lot of processing happening. There could be a lot of anxiety, and, and there could just be some tending to or organizing of thoughts still happening in that person's mind. Mm. Yeah, Ryan, that was really good insight. And, you know, because there, there could be lots of good reasons and things going on in the surface that, that we, others just don't have a chance of, of knowing anything about. And, you know, I think it's it's often that element of uncertainty of not knowing the reaction of others that may hold many back and myself included also sometimes. But we can never know how everybody reacts until we express something, right? I mean, sometimes we just have to put ourselves out there, come what may. Um, and we can learn from, from, from people who, who also don't agree with us. So it's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know... <laughs> We can't please everyone, but um, and there will never be that ideal situation where everyone agrees with us, but that really shouldn't stop us from taking those, you know, those little baby steps, no matter how small they are, just, you know, giving, us our, giving ourselves that chance to voice our opinions as well. Yeah, true, true. Um, and um, I, I just thought I'd like to share, um, pun intended, <laughs> um, a little story <laughs> with you and... Uh, and our listeners, Ryan, um, about an experience about sharing your ideas and thoughts I had when I was in the fourth grade here in Denmark. So we were having our daily um, Danish lesson, 
with my favorite teacher, and she had just read us a story. She was very good at reading stories out loud, and I always felt very comfortable in her classes because she had a very calming demeanor. So after she had read this, finished the story, um, she asked the whole class if we could think of what could make a cozy family evening at home. What kind of things could we suggest? So some in the class mentioned uh, cook a good meal, and some mentioned um, put on a nice tablecloth and set the table nicely, and some mentioned putting on comfy clothes and get out the blankets. You know, it was in the middle of uh, winter time, uh, and. I was sitting there and I had for several minutes thought of saying lighting some candles. Um, but I, I also had thoughts in going on in me that kept me from saying it out loud. And some of those thoughts were, wow, what if, what if it sounds too grown up and, and too romantic and uh, to suggest lighting candles? And I was afraid to get teased afterwards and laughed at. Uh, not that that happened very often, uh, but, but still, you know, it, it was in the back of my mind. So I didn't say it. And as the teacher was fishing for one more thing for us to mention, she finally gave in and said the last thing that she had thought of and that nobody had mentioned was lighting some candles. And you can imagine, I I could have kicked myself for not having said it, and I thought, why didn't I say it? You know, I I, I felt like I had uh, missed out on a great opportunity to add to the ideas and to put my two cents in there, you know. And now nobody knew that I had, had the idea for so many minutes already so I, I think this just to show something that actually turned out to be a theme that followed me for many years Ryan, that learning to listen to my intuition and acting on it there and then instead of succumbing to my own fears um, fears <laughs> but um, you know I think we learn as long as we live so um, that's something Oh. <laughs> Marianne, that's so that's so sweet and bless you. I can just see you sitting there, like in the class, wanting to say that, and then her her face and be like, oh, light candles, and oh, I know that feeling yeah. very well, and I've seen it in my <laughs> students' um, faces too. But that's why you know there's this uh, tip that I actually read about, um, and it said that when you're in a situation where you feel uh, just kind of embarrassed or shy to say something, um, and you and it said that like that you miss the opportunity to like really voice your opinion at that moment. The thing to do mm-hmm. is, you know, go up to your teacher afterwards, maybe one-on-one, or go up to your boss afterwards or the friend individually, and just be honest with them and just say, you know, I was, I was a little too shy to say or I didn't know how it would be, it would come across with the, the group, but I just wanted to mention, right? And that way, the person who's having the conversation with you, the teacher, the boss, the friend, or whatever, they realize that you're actually, you are an active member of that group, right? You're taking part of what's happening. It's not that you weren't paying attention, right? Or it's not that you didn't have good ideas. And maybe by just being honest and speaking up a little bit, that'll give you the courage to do it the next time, right? Mm. Right, Ryan. That's an excellent tip. And, you know, because it might give you that. I I almost felt like you're going to get the comfort the, the comfort feeling um, for just having shared that with uh, with your teacher or your boss. So that was a really good, Definitely. A good idea to, to help your meal f- feel more comfortable next time. Um, so that's a good idea. Um, I also thought of a... I actually came up with a little proverb for myself that I jotted down in my, in my notepad on my phone. And I wrote, it just came to me one day, like, share... Um, not to impress, but to express. 
And, you know, that little sentence just resonates with, with me. <laughs> Um, yeah, because you know, I thought it it helps me to to remember to express what is in my heart, you know. So yeah, in that way, we can find our own ways of you know giving ourselves a little boost, reminder to help um, us get through our challenges. That's great. I love I love that you came up with that. I'm going to use that now. Share, not to impress, but to express. That's perfect. I think we need bumper stickers with that saying, Marianne. <laughs> you better coin that one quickly before someone does it. <laughs> Uh-oh, don't be afraid to share. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, that was great. Uh, okay, so let's talk about how to start opening up, right? And I was thinking about situations where you would be fearful of maybe taking the spotlight away from others and not wanting to share your ideas. Um, or maybe you you don't want to sound like you're hogging the conversation. So in this case, I think it's important to recognize that your opinions matter just as much as everybody else's, right? Even if you feel like you're going to hog the the limelight, like that doesn't matter. You have the right to voice your opinions too. And that, you know, you could be sharing something really vital or really important or something that others would have maybe wanted to share but didn't have the courage to say. So you could also be sharing something that, in effect, sparks another idea, right, or sparks a conversation or another situation. So please, I mean, everyone, although you have the, the conscious mind to say, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all or like I just like the sound of my own voice, right, not saying something is not always the best way either. Um, so I'm just saying that out there for all those people out there who feel like they're dimming their lights because they feel they don't want to take over, right? Like, it is important to share. Don't feel that way. You have to be able to, to voice your opinion and express yourself. Um, and we all learn from each other. And having a, having a healthy balance in, of sharing, you know, of our ideas and listening, all of that is important as well. So now what if, Marianne, what if, you're afraid that your ideas are not good enough or that you will look silly sharing your ideas. So I found a really, really clever way that helps you um, just kind of be a part of the conversation without putting too much pressure on yourself. Um, that way you don't feel like you have to share so much and that um, the way is what you do is instead of sharing like a comment, you ask a question, okay? So when you ask a question, it shows that you're taking part of the decision, right, You're of, the, of the discussion or of what's happening. And it's, some, it's sometimes easier, I think, to ask someone a question than to make, like, a really bold statement or a suggestion. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I like this. You know, I think, I think I'm actually going to do this a lot in my meetings because I often, like, will just – I'm kind of one of those people who, who will sit there and just listen – and I want to be a part of the conversation. I want to say something, but sometimes, you know, like, especially like in a work meeting, I'm like, oh, I don't want to, you know, just sometimes I don't want to speak up. But I think if I'm asking questions, then that's a way of me partaking in the conversation without really having to make that bold statement, right? So if anybody mm. out there is in a meeting with me from now on and hears me asking a ton of questions, you're going to know why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think you know. I think many may find it uncomfortable with the spotlight on them in in some situations. So that's a really great tip, and and what a smart way of getting into a, you know into a conversation or or discussion. Cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I thought it was kind of, kind of fun. All right. Um, okay, finally, here I have another suggestion. If you are having trouble sharing your ideas and getting them out into the world, my favorite thing to do is to just tune in to how you're feeling about the situation and to journal. I know I always, like, we're always saying to everyone, like, get a journal. Write in your journal. Write in your diary. But, like, really it is. It's really a great way of putting your ideas out there. So if you're feeling hesitant or reserved about something, you can just put that in there, and nobody else is going to see it, right? It's just for you. And, you know, I think sometimes we hold on to all these limiting beliefs that we don't consciously recognize. So getting it onto the paper or, you know, onto a canvas or a piece of paper or a journal or drawing it, I think it's a really nice way of allowing room for our subconscious to communicate with us. And um, in that way, it's making it clearer for us to see perhaps the reasons why we're having difficulties in opening up. So. Mm, definitely. And, and uh, you actually work with this, Ryan, in your intentional creativity workshops where you, where you really get to your subconscious, right, through, through art. That's what you exactly. do in your, yeah. in your workshop. Mm. Yep. So it's you, you definitely know that it's a great way. And uh, I've seen your paintings and... Uh, you know, it is just amazing what what comes up and how beautiful it is, and it's nothing really to be scared of. I think to to dive into to finding. Yeah, no, and I've seen right. Yeah, I've seen people come up with just amazing solutions to their problems, and it's like they're coming up with the solutions themselves because it's not me saying, "Oh, yeah. yes, your problem is X, Y, Z." It's that process no. of putting it down, allowing the the subconscious to communicate with them. So it's really amazing. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, like tuning in and, you know, journaling and, and painting, those are really great ways to, to get in touch. And um, I, I just thought of a few more ways of opening up for the flow in us um, as well, if that's all right, Ryan. Um, I thought of something we can do for, for ourselves as well. Um, so one thing is you could wear crystals. I mean, we both love crystals and uh, have them in our house and on us uh, all the time. And there's so many beautiful crystals out there to help, uh, actually also some to stimulate your throat chakra to help open it up. And uh, as this is the, the chakra through which we express ourselves and communicate. So it's a good way to, to go out and find some that help the, the throat chakra. Um and the second way I thought of was uh, you could do a visualization maybe while thinking about expressing yourself from the heart. You could imagine opening a flow like a faucet and imagine that this faucet hasn't been opened in a while. So certain pipes have been clogged or blocked up, but you turn open the faucet and the water starts flowing. And at first it starts sputtering in all directions, hitting the side of the sink and the top of the kitchen counter. And But you instinctively know that if you keep the faucet open and maybe clean off some of the debris on the spout or in the pipe, um, the flow will become steady and it will turn into a nice focused even spray. And you can even direct it anywhere you want. It won't be sporadically spraying everywhere anymore. And I just think this, symbolizes the, the same with your heart and your communication flow. Once you open up and you start the flow, eventually it will become a beautiful, nice, steady flow. And you will not even think about where it goes or how it is received. You'll just keep it open because it feels natural and, you know, that it, it's a clean flow from, from your heart. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's really great. I love that. I can actually visualize that as you were saying it, you know, just that flow of communication mm-hmm. coming out. Um, and you're right. It, it is a muscle. You have to practice, right? You're, you're, you're developing it. Yeah. You're practicing it. You're using it. Um, and the more you do, the easier it becomes. Um, but, Marianne, you know, we've discussed why we need to hold back and how to start opening up. But what if we really just don't want to share our projects, right? Like some people just don't want to, and they're just not ready. Um, what if we're still in that really delicate stage of incubating our ideas and we don't want, you know, the distraction of everybody's opinions before we get the chance to see what it is that we want? Um, and this could be because we're planning a big or exciting new career move or there's something personal that we're, we've got a huge decision that we're about to make and we feel really strongly about something but we're hesitant in sharing because other people might try to sway our, our ideas. Um, what do you think about this? And, and is this something that you do personally, Marianne? Well, I read about this technique only some years back, actually, this keeping things to yourself while you're incubating or nurturing the the seed of a great idea or, or a big decision in your life and, and not sharing it with anyone until you have most of your plan intact and are kind of ready to launch. And it really never occurred to me before that this is actually a way of uh, of ensuring that what comes out is your idea and your move. And I, I tend to now agree with it and I can see how a project or a decision becomes your own special little baby and, and means uh, can mean a lot more to you and, and like it will feel like it's your life's work when knowing that you've put your soul and your attention into it and I think that's how I feel now um, I don't know about you Ryan um, but I, I also feel although I'm guilty of it that it can be distracting <laughs> uh, reading about what others have accomplished but because you have to make your own goals and do what you should be doing and not what others are doing because that's what they're doing <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that whole, like, <laughs> that's that Facebook envy, right, <laughs> where everybody looks like they're doing amazing things, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what about me? I'm not doing anything worthwhile. <laughs> and everybody's yeah, got these exactly. perfect uh, posts. But, no, I mean, Marianne, <laughs> I think I tend to be I tend to be the opposite. Like, I really try to hold back, and I try not to share, but I just get really energized by bouncing my ideas around and hearing them out loud. Um and I, and I feel like I really need to say things aloud in order to process it. And I actually find that it helps me in organizing and coming up with more ideas or solutions when, you know, when I don't, when I don't want to share with someone, I'll just kind of like record things to my, on, my, on my own, like in my journal or here I go again with my journaling, but I can do, like I'll record it in my journal <laughs> And, and I just kind of, like, talk it out loud to myself sometimes while I'm doing other things in the house, like vacuuming or doing the dishes. Um, but I just feel like, for me, I need to get it out, right? It's, this is, I mean, and I think this is why I like journaling and, and painting and um, dancing. I feel like it's a way of expressing myself, and I just need that form of expression. Like that's how I, I know that's how my mind works, and that's how I get inspired more. So... Hmm. That's how I do it. That sounds awesome, and yeah, great. And and you know, I think it's so great. We have we all have different uh, ways of of doing things, and this way we can also inspire each other. Um, you know, like do a bit of this, do a bit of that. And I think that's what we do when when we share with others. We we inspire others, and 
it's great, you know, then you can do your own mix and match uh, of how things suit, you know, trial and error, how this suits for you, how to get, you know, uh, how, the way you do things. And um, I think that's just great, you know. Um, did you have, I think you had something that you read once, Marianne, that you wanted to share with us. Is that, um, is there something there that you, you wanted I, to share with everyone? I did, sure. Um, yes, I just thought here at the end of the, of the show, we're almost uh, out of time, but uh, I think I have time to share. It, it's a quote I read uh, on a website that I go to almost every day um, to look up number sequences that I notice. Um, the site is called Sacred Scribes uh, Angel Numbers, and it's uh, by Joanne Wormsley in Australia. And it's been my go-to site for the past, I don't know, nine or ten years or so, because I noticed numbers a lot. And her explanations are just spot on. It's amazing. It's helped me a lot throughout the the years. But I came across this one particular paragraph one day, and I think it it fits in with with what we're talking about today. So she said, um, do things that make you feel creative, joyful, and loving. As by doing so, you open yourself up to receiving more positive experiences and opportunities. And I think the way that it fits in with today is that by sharing our thoughts and um, ideas, it can make us feel creative and joyful and loving. And in that way, we also do get to receive lots of positive experiences and responses and and opportunities. So that was the one I, I thought would would make it today. <laughs> I love that. That is perfect. That fits in really well with today's mm. uh, topic, I think, because, I, I mean, I, you know, I've already said it, I think expressing yourself does help you become more creative and more joyful and happier. And I mean, just think how kids do this naturally. Kids are natural expressors, right? They just, like, True. they dance, True. they, you know, they sing. They don't feel that need to, you know, to control their their emotions in that way. And I think we do. We learn that way. It energizes the world. It makes everybody happier. Like, Can you imagine the whole world just, like, expressing themselves in a nice way, right? Everybody's happy. Everybody's, oh, well, like maybe that's children. a Disney movie. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like it, it's just, and I know it's not easy for everyone, but like we said, it's a muscle. We have to practice. So. All right, everyone, I think with that, we are going to have to say goodbye. But if you have any questions or comments about our show, go ahead and email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And we're going to leave you tonight with our roomy quote, the inspiration you seek is already within you. All right, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.